Hey everyone, this is Tony, Dungeon Master for D&D Raw, and before we begin, I wanted to give a shout out to one of our most recent iTunes reviewers. So this goes out to Ferx Moldar, who said that it has been a genuine pleasure to listen to the Raw crew. The group has excellent chemistry, and the DM does an excellent job narrating and describing the scene at hand. Not only do the cast members have a good grasp on the rules, but they all do an amazing job role-playing and adding depth to the campaign. Very charming, would 100% recommend to a friend. Thank you so much, Ferx Mulder. Really appreciate it. And thank you for saying that I do a good job narrating and describing the scene. Um, also, that we seem to have at least a very good grasp on the rules. And thank you to all of our other iTunes reviewers. Again, we really, really appreciate everything that you guys have been doing for us. And now on to the show. With me, as always, are the following players. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm going to be playing Sildan. He is a wood elf, way of the Kensei monk. Hi, this is Bethany. I'm playing Saria, an ASMR Order of the Immortal mystic. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm going to be playing Daryl, a human evocation wizard. Hello, I'm Nick. I'm going to be playing Tor, a dwarven inquisitive rogue. I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Kalima, the half-elf domain of the grave cleric. And we would all like to welcome you to Orenthal. Last time, the party came face to face with Melika, the Watcher, and Adada Kool, as Sildan finally had the opportunity to save his two kidnapped little ones, Atron and Cha. The fight began as Sildan rushed ahead, trying to take out the two thugs that held Cha and Atron at point-blank crossbow range, and was successful in taking them out. Meanwhile, Kalima utilized her abilities as a cleric of Kelimvor to start trying to put down the undead entities around them. Tor, however, was hit by a psionic blast and his muscles locked up, holding him stunned. Meanwhile, Saria focused her attention on Zelix and used all the remaining psionic strength she had to try and take him down, with Daryl forming a flaming sphere and using it to finish off the abomination that was Melika once and for all. Now we pick up with the party, as Zelix has collapsed to the ground in a flaming heap, and the party faces the remainder of the enemies that surround them. <laughs> so... I'm gonna for... be so traumatized. <laughs> I don't know what that feels like at all. Yeah. So, I would like to shout out to Saria, close your eyes! I'm gonna cast pyrotechnics on the flaming sphere. And do the uh, fireworks aspect. Okay, so that won't that doesn't extinguish it. No, okay. no, it does. I not. remember there were two effects for it. I was trying to remember which was a bit. All right, and that's a what type of save? So they have to make a Constitution saving throw or become blinded until the end of my next turn. And then it's within ten feet. Yes. Okay, so that's the ghoul and the daughter ghoul. And me. So con so, save con for save. me too. What's your DC? 15. I got a 15. Cool. So you save. You are not blinded. <laughs> Thank you. 
Though maybe I want to be blinded after what just happened. <laughs> uh, suddenly, they both clutch their eyes and actually, uh, even the daughter of Cool can't and just can't. <laughs> you you just it it tries to like kind of close its eyes, but it seems to just not be able to to focus, and it's they're both blind. <laughs> Tor, you are right. up. Join the party. So, enemies that are stunned, regardless of whether it's uh, melee or ranged, attacks have advantage against them. That advantage, yes. Which means sneak attack I can do even without insightful fighting. You must first enter the room, unless you want to hit the daughter cool, but it's kind of hit your, you have a wall there that's kind of in your way a little bit. I mean, right now, you're still a little in the tunnel that you guys all came from. You haven't actually entered the room yet. So you don't have a clear view of everything. The Darkle is the enemy that I was going to go for. All right. Because you're Probably down like the it. hallway, you're having a limited view of it. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna move. Uh, I'll say you have to get in the doorway if you want to get a fully clear picture of it. All right. So this space is in the doorway. Yeah. So you can see it from there, basically. Because you were down the hallway like 10 feet. So. But technically, he doesn't even know about the ghouls on the side. He doesn't actually. You don't know about the ones on the far sides, other than like you kind of see your allies looking back and forth. But other than that, I don't see the ones so by Kalima. Is what you're saying? You or, can or, you can't see the one. You can see the one uh, right next to Kalima, but not the one at the corner of her. The doorway is kind of blocking that. But you can now see the one next to Saria clearly. Okay. All right. Uh, but you do notice like the daughter cool seems to be locked in a pose. As uh, and you realize, like, oh, that's exactly what was happening to me. I'm gonna take a shot at that. Yeah. Thank you, advantage. All right. So that'll be a nineteen. That hits. Okay. So with sneak attack damage, so we're looking at thirteen piercing. Thirteen total. Yes. Okay, so that is your sneak attack and your crossbow. Anything else you'd like to do? Yes, actually. So I would now want to probably move a bit into the room just to see what to do next. All right, you have 15 more feet of movement. So moving five up, how's my view now? Okay, now that you've stepped into the room, you can clearly see in front of you the Dara Cool, Daryl, Saria, and Kalima, as well as the Watcher, the Blue Dragonborn, uh, before you, the ghouls on either side, and off in the distance, Sildan, who is by Cha and Atron. So, sc- scanning what risks are in the room, how's the Watcher looking? The not, Watcher, not- eh, Mostly okay. Hurt, but not, like, not too bad. He's only been hit once. Yeah, so I would like to use Insightful Fighting on the Watcher. Okay. So that would be 17. You look for that weak spot that you're used to seeing, but her movements are more erratic and jerky, the electricity kind of causing her body to suddenly spasm, and you're unable to find any sort of weakness in her defenses or a weak spot on her to hit. Okay. Well, that's my turn. All right. Kalima. Uh, yep. I am going to... Okay, so she's she's got the two ghouls that have now come up next to her and are swiping at her, so she's going to kind of just turn and shoot. 
I can't cast in melee, can I? Any attack rolls would be at disadvantage. Well, it's a sacred, it's sacred flame, so oh, there's no attack roll. I'm just calling it down. That's fine. Okay, that's why I wasn't sure. Yeah, right, five so, yeah, that's what five I'm doing. Like that. you, yeah, I mean, any attack roll yeah, I couldn't remember. would be, but. All right, so you All right, so... focus your divine energy. Yep. Probably she would just turn to the first one, like, right. you know, counterclockwise, so the one, one just right to her left. To you. Yep, and kind of look at <laughs> it and be like, damage. No. Wow, that's not great. Seven points of radiant damage. <laughs> But it is right, radiant seven, damage. Seven points. Yep. So as a beam of light slams down, you see mm-hmm. Ash. Yeah. And then I would continue turning around the rest of the way to put my shield up towards the other one. Okay. So I'm Any facing, technically facing the, the bonus action not- you would like to do. Nope. Okay. Nothing besides holding my shield up. Because I don't your, think I can do like. Give your weapon back in your hand yet, or is it still on the ground? I'm gonna be it's honest. On the ground by her feet. It's really not. It's not worth me picking up my weapon. Oh, okay, just checking. <laughs> um, I do one d six minus one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a strength based character, guys. No, it's okay. Neither am I. <laughs> no shame in that. Me All right, so you see, uh, Sildan from your end. You see a Tron turn and oh. seems to try to like hold Cha as he saw her attack you and kind of wrestle her, but she breaks any hold. She's slippery. Yeah, she's tough. But yeah, her person's a little too distracted, so she otherwise doesn't do anything. Sildan. So I'm going to go over here. I know she attacked me, so I just, I need to defuse the situation. I'm going to knock her out. Okay, make an attack. (laughs) On arm strike. I like the, I need to defuse the situation. I'm going to knock her out. Well, I mean, that's easy other than just having somebody grab her, but she can always break that. I will defuse the situation with punches. Uh, yeah, that's a 24 for an arm strike. Yep. Roll your damage. Uh, 10 damage as non-lethal, please. So with a quick whack, she drops. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to run past and uh, just uh, yell to Atron, you make sure Cha is okay. And then... Just, I'm going to keep going. I picture her just I running have... by, like, punching her in the back of the head and keep going. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the karate chop to the yeah, your shoulder. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, right? So I can go right here? So you run around a Tron and move back towards your allies up to the ghouls that currently harass them on their right side. And then I'm going to slash at the ghoul. Go for it. It is blinded, blinded right now. So I have advanced. You do. Correct. Okay. Because it won't see it coming. Uh, they were both 16, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Uh, what are you attacking with, Sildon? What my you sword. I said slash. Thing? I did say slash, yes. You did. <laughs> so that's a 24 to hit. Yep. So let me read this because this has never happened before. Uh, when I hit a fiend... They take an additional 2d6 radiant damage. 17. And then, is the ghoul less than 25 HP? What ghoul? <laughs> oh. <Yay. laughs> Alright. Um, and that is less the than end 25. of... It had less than 25 to start. <laughs> ah, okay. So as you slam the blade in, a burst of radiant energy just incinerates it. Okay. And that is all I can do. Okay. Sorry. Uh, you 
feel some heat right behind yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to ignore that. And I am going <laughs> to uh, come around behind the watcher who is currently facing Daryl. And Daryl, how are you looking, buddy? Uh, a little okay, rough. I'll, I'll try to draw some heat over here. Not yours, the other kind yeah, of. Yeah, don't, don't draw that one. I don't, I don't want yours. I don't want that spell on me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and. Wow, gosh. Yeah, I'm going to use one side point for my. Uh, Lethal strike again. Ah, what the heck? I'm going to use three points. We're going all the way. Oh, man. All the way. <laughs> so that's going to be a 25 to hit. Yep, that hits. What? Oh, 23 points of damage. She's looking rough as that's you slash can... across her form. And can I say something? <laughs> I would assume. Yes. Don't waste your time with him. Come try to take me down. Rah. All right, so it's going to be <laughs> the ghouls. One of them is going to take a swipe at you, Kalima, and deal seven points of damage. Really? Come on, man. <laughs> First the attack. And then saving throws from the Dada Cool and the ghoul. Is the effect still on even though the guy's dead? Yep. Uh. It's not concentration <laughs> for him. Oh. It's just a one and done. <laughs> That sucks. Ooh, okay. All right, so both both the Darakul and the Ghoul, still frozen, still mm-hmm. motionless. The Watcher kind of turns to you, Saria, and says, fine, and circles around. Daryl, Kalima, you can both take an attack of opportunity if you Well, like. Kalima doesn't have I a weapon like. in her hands. Kalima can, can punch it. slap at her. Yeah, slap her good. <laughs> As a warcaster, Daryl, you can yes. do a single target attack. I would single... Target attack? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, ooh, I have some options. You do. <laughs> All right. Well, while you're thinking of your options, I'm going to reach out and try to hit her with my fist. Go for it. And I just, I'm going to add, what, a two, I think? It's your strength plus proficiency. <clears throat> Does a seven hit? Shut <laughs> oh. <laughs> up, oh, still on. No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm guessing a seven doesn't hit. He's thinking. No, no, it's a whiff. Oh, I tried. Okay, in fairness, my back was to her, so I only laughed because yeah. I really wanted him just to be like, "Yeah." So you turn around and just basically backhand her. I more tried to like clothesline her. Yeah, pretty much just hold out your fist and see if she would run into it, but she just yeah. kind of walked by. <laughs> yeah, basically, she uh, did the limbo Darryl. under it. All right, I am not going to take chances, and I'm going to just cast magic missile. Oh. All right, roll your damage. Magic missile. Ooh, actually, that's a good question. Does magic missile count as a single target? I'm, I would allow it if you basically all three have to go. Okay, it, it would be her. All right, so eight damage total. Okay, each bolt hits and causes some bruising, but she continues to move around and. As she breathes in, electricity coursing up to her her throat again and so releases. This is not considered a spell. It is not. Okay. It is her one of her innate abilities. Okay. I need Saria, Daryl, and Tor to make dexterity saving throws. Oh no, you're in a line. Dex. Dex. Okay, I can do Dex. Dex save. Okay. You guys have lined up. Oh, I can do Dex. This is Maybe fine. Maybe she noticed that. This could be rough. You're right next to me. You're good. Ooh, no, we're good. <laughs> okay, maybe. All right. <laughs> Saria. 21. Daryl. 20 total. 
Tor. 17. Okay. As a blast of electrical energy goes out, all of you having seen this before, just duck and hit the ground as it only just barely catches some of you. And you take 13 points of lightning damage each. Ooh, so halved. No, that is halved. <laughs> oh, that is half. That is halved. I am at one health. Oh, oh! Daryl, no. You have healing potions. I do. I do. I'm down to 16. So do I, I need to make a uh, constitution to maintain concentration. Yep. All right. Add advantage. More caster. Yay. 17 on the die. Yep. All right. You maintain concentration. That does bring us to you, Daryl. Yay. All right. I will smack the uh, flaming sphere into the watcher. Okay. That's for my bonus action. Not a healing potion? Uh, this is just my bonus action. I know. It's to take your own healing potion as a bonus action. Yeah, yeah but you could regular you could do it as an action. Nope. What? Nope. Really? Really? That wasn't that's how we that's our house rule, remember? Huh. Yeah. That's okay. Ten total. As it hits her from behind, unexpecting, you just see her robes catch and just flame and she drops in the midst of this thing. Excellent. Daryl's such a kill stealer. <laughs> hey, he, how I feel in every game we play, guys. Yeah. He's contributing. Daryl, anything else you would like to do as your action? Yes. You have three targets still in the room. The Darakul right by you and Saria, and the two ghouls in the back corner. Right. I will step backwards one and fire a firebolt at the ghoul that's engaged with Kalima. Okay. Go for it. 16 to hit. And hits. Sweet. They're not hard to hit, but... 16 damage. Wow. Solid hit. As you release the bolt of flame, it slams through the ghoul's chest and it just collapses. <laughs> One more kill for me! Yeah! <laughs> Out of character, okay. I assume. <laughs> yeah, that, that was out of character. <laughs> so I, I, I move up a slight bit, kind of wedging myself a, a little bit between the gap, between in the gap, rather, between Kalima and Daryl, which gives me a pretty clear shot at that dark cool that is still stunned. Yep. And you have advantage. Yep, so sneak attack, trying a crossbow hit. Go for it. Okay. Okay. So, 24. That mm-hmm. hits. Okay. Mm-hmm. 18 piercing. Nice. So the you fire the bolt and it slams into the back of its head and it just crumples. And as it does, the final ghoul at the back corner just crumples as well. Oh! Ah. Are, are there any enemies left? You are out of initiative. Oh, I, will, I will drop my flaming sphere. Guys, I did a thing! Okay, really quickly, can I run over to Atron? Yes. I will say, Atron, I need you to listen to me. I need you to show me the side of your head. He turns. I'm looking at his ear. <laughs> you don't see any of the scars that you're looking for. Okay, now I go over and check Cha. 
You ruffle through her feathers. <laughs> but you see no scarring. Okay, I'm going to take out my, my healing potion and feed it to a tra. Okay. Or a cha. Chan. To a tra. Cha. cha. I'm a cha. She's healed up. Okay. Now I'm gonna kinda just kinda collapse onto the ground, kinda clutching both of them in my arms like my babies. You're both okay? You see Atron like barely maintaining consciousness. He says, uh, we're we're fine, Master. Okay. I was so worried about both of you. Yeah, I guess uh I'll I'll go over as well. A little bit shaken, perhaps. Like walking over, but a bit a bit quiet for Saria. Okay. Oh. Surprisingly quiet for Saria. Yeah. Daryl's gonna kind of drop to one knee and go, uh, "Hey, hey Kalima, if, if if you have any more healing stuff left, I I wouldn't say no to it." Yeah, I figure if we want to take just a few minutes, I can. Um, if you guys want me, I can I can call down some healing and and do it. But it is going to take a few minutes, so it will be a good chance for us to catch our breath. I I could use that as well. Uh, I mean, there could be more enemies coming, but uh, I, I think we need a moment anyways. Agreed. So I want to do prayer of healing, but it is a 10 minute cast time. Yep. So you can be in the process of that. So. Go ahead and roll it. And I'll, I'll tell you guys nothing's going to happen in the next 10 minutes. Yay. Everybody gets back. Okay. Let me rephrase that. Six creatures, right? Cha is so. fine. Okay. Then everybody, because I can heal six creatures including myself, we'll get back 15 hit points. Ooh. Okay. Nice. Told you. <laughs> so I was like, I want to do this, but it takes 10 minutes. Well, you said 15, right? Yeah. Who's 15 still, who's in the worst shape right now? Because I have a little bit of healing I can do too. I have 16 health. All right. I'll go over to Daryl and lay my hands on him. And I guess this is the first time I've used this. Yep. I'm going to use my healing hands ability. And you feel healing energy course through you. And five more, I believe. Five! Yay! <laughs> I'm at Is this lay on hands? Or like lay on yeah, hands? Yeah, it's lay on hands, but I have to do it. I don't have a pool. I just have to give five. It's, it's all or nothing. Oh, got it. So, so you get five points. Like, huh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I guess it, it hasn't come up. I try to use that for emergencies, but this kind of feels like the sort of situation where, you know, I don't know it's how to be much more of an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after a minute, Sildan's going to stand up and kind of walk over to, I guess Kalima would be the closest person to him, right? Oh, we all came over. We're all here. Well, well I would have stopped actually around. probably by the ashes that would have been Melika. Right. Some- I'm over here by, by your little ones, I guess. Yeah. Okay, well, I would, I would get up, walk over to you, and kind of bop you on the forehead with two of my fingers, and then say, thank you, all of you, for everything you've done to help me save my little ones. And then I'll actually, not forcibly, but I'll like, I'll grab your head and then press my forehead to your forehead. And to then, Kalima? Yeah, no, to you. Sorry. Oh, to me. Okay, okay, because yeah. I'm closest. Great. For, for a second, and then <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll let you go. Yeah. Uh, Th- thanks, Sildan. Uh, you all are eternally uh, one of my friends. Thank you. It's nice to know we could save someone. Yeah. Especially after all the losses we've had. Indeed. Agreed. What are Cha and Atron doing right now, Tony? They look shaken, almost like they're they're coming out of a dream a little bit. They're Atron has some focus from the ad- literal adrenaline rush of combat going out around him, but now he just seems kind of out of it. 
So Daryl would like to try and investigate the area to see if I can find any clues as to what they were doing down here or maybe some insights into their next plans. Go for it. I would like to assist. Both of you investigation checks. <laughs> that is a that is a natural twenty plus seven. Twenty-seven? Yes. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Solid. Solid. Yeah, yeah solid. <laughs> Tor? Fourteen. Okay. What are the rest of you doing? Because I know Kalima was taking the time to cast the spell and mm-hmm. Sorry, Saldan, is there anything else you guys are doing? I'll sort of sit with uh, Saldan's little ones and stare at them. <laughs> After about a minute, Cha kind of looks up at you, Saria, and... Thank you. Glad we could, have, glad we could help. It's good that you're okay. So, so uh, as, as Tor and Daryl are kind of looking about the room, uh, Saldan, what were you going to say something? I'm I'm just gonna go up to each one of them and press my forehead against theirs. <laughs> As they're investigating the room, he's like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Boop. <laughs> Boop. Oh, uh, yeah. thank you. Oh, uh, yep. Truly, yeah. glad oh. I can help a friend. Thank you. Daryl barely notices it as he's still like scanning the room. <laughs> <laughs> Very focused on the investigation. And yes, that does include Kalima. She would just politely nod. You know, because she's. Kind of mid casting, I'm assuming. So, yeah, she's a little busy with her healing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she'd acknowledge it, but not like a full like, no problem, buddy, or anything. Because she's more just like saying prayers and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Tony, what time of day is it? It's night at this point, or rather, the sun has essentially gone. Okay, down. so it's like evening, but it's not like it's the middle of the night yet. It's not like middle of the night, but it's 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 night. So after I kind of just sit for a bit, I'll be like. Uh, Cha Natron, we're. I know what you went through is horrible, and I don't want you to have to relive it. But is there anything you can tell us about what happened that would help us save others? You see, Cha like seems to have some difficulty speaking, a little struggle, and Atron puts a hand on her shoulder. I'm not sure how much we can help, but I think they were using this as a kind of meeting area or a transfer place i'm not sure for what but it sounded like they were using and he kind of gestures towards the other bodies in the room they were trying to get rid of evidence and by they you mean those that we have eliminated and he starts to shake a little bit i'll Um, I'll walk over and put a hand on his shoulder and and one that's worse. There's someone else? Um, I, I guess he's the boss. Okay, I'm gonna ask you to do something for me. Well, for, for everyone, and I'm sorry. I know you've had, you've been controlled, and this is gonna be difficult. Can you give me access to your memory of this person? It won't hurt you in any he way, I promise. Looks confused. What do I need to do i'm gonna try to connect with you mentally so that way i can see your memory that way i can see if there's any clues that will help us stop this person so i just need to remember yes he takes a moment and then just kind of quietly nods and closes his eyes 
Okay, so uh, I'm going to use my, my mind meld ability to uh, gain perfect recall of one memory. Okay. Do you have to say I'm the Vulcan words? Yes. <laughs> my mind to your mind. Uh, my <laughs> thoughts to okay. your thoughts. I'm thinking uh, spa music, like, relax. Excellent. <laughs> Open your mind. There's like whale sounds in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Like a rolling tide. Yeah. I'm going to jump to you in just a minute. Um, yeah, as Tor and Daryl are kind of searching, you search through the bodies and you see each and every one of them have the scarring in their ears, but they're ragged clothing. They're, they're absolutely, uh, they have like nothing on them. Otherwise, uh, you get the impression based off of your investigation that these were all like beggars or people at the very, very bottom of the, the class system in in Orenthal, mm. or the majority of them. As you kind of look through, you see some people like a little bit better clothing, a little bit more. And uh, Daryl, particularly, as you're going through this, you get a sense the ones who are the, the the worse off seem to have the oldest scarring. The ones that have the best, like the, the that are a little bit better off, a little bit nicer clothing, even though they're torn and ripped now, have the freshest scarring. So you see that there was a definite progression in terms of what it seems like they have a very limited supply of these intellect devourers. You, you get the impression of as you're kind of going through all this and realizing they're just climbing this ladder, it seems the social ladder. Based on these numbers of scars, could there be some left? Well, we've killed what four of them so far, five. I feel it's safe to assume so. You have killed five. And we're counting how many scars? Well, there's a bunch of scars, but you see nine bodies in the room, but there's definitely like a progression to it. So it does. Oh. You're not sure. You you can't tell like how many there are because there there has been like a progression as if one seems to potentially have been used up and then they moved on to someone who was better off and then used and then better off. How many total of the better off looking ones are we seeing? You see two. That seem like more of a, a working class type. Two of these are fresher. So in that case, if we're assuming that all of them have moved up from lower class level, then that could also be an indicator there are some left. I don't think there's any way of us knowing how many there, how are. Many there are. Because some mm -hmm. of them might have been with their same hosts for a long time. We should proceed with caution nonetheless. Agreed. I agree. Yes. All right. So, Saria, as you focus in, you feel your mind connect to Atron's, and you find yourself in a very dimly lit room, eight glowing orbs above you, and a figure standing at the top of a, a set of stairs, completely hooded and cloaked, dark robes. But as he begins to approach, you see the tentacled mouth kind of similar to Melika, but while Melika, Zelix's uh, skin was kind of mucusy, essentially, mm -hmm. this one looks cracked and dry and grayed as it begins to approach you as you are seeing this through Atron's eyes, just hear a frighteningly familiar voice. Oh, you. We will find. 
before the memory fades. Did I get any other sensory information besides visual from this memory? You smell decay. So this is like desiccated Zelix? It seems like this may be an undead version of whatever Zelix was. Okay. All right. So, and I recognize this voice from... um... From the flash of images and sounds you got when you touched the research notes with the psionic imprint. Okay. Or I say research notes. The uh, the yeah. the documents. The documents. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Atron. I'm sorry for what you went through. He kind of turns to you. His eyes a little more more uh, resolve in them, and he just says, "If it helps you stop him, it's worth it." We're gonna do everything we can, and. Make it through this. We're going to make them pay. He just nods. Can I summarize what I experienced with the rest of the party so I don't have to repeat it? Yes. <laughs> no, just turn it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll summarize uh, basically what I experienced in the memory. And I'll turn to Tor uh, and say, maybe this is the Relion that you were told of by Biagosto? It's quite possible. We seem to be rising through their ranks. Yeah, so this this dragonborn that we just bought was one of the ones who was there when when I was being raised in the the conclave. So she's definitely part of the whole, I guess, experiments, which seems to be what these whispered ones have been doing, among whatever other evil things they have planned. But that there's still someone else beyond her and i think maybe that's this person that atron saw and maybe it's this relion and we still don't know what they're trying to achieve but i don't think it's killing the ambassadors it feels like that's a smoke screen or a diversion or a distraction because i don't think I think they want something more than that. They don't want chaos. They want power and control. Could it be control of the ambassadors? Was that maybe the whole goal? Or are we thinking larger than that? It feels like it's got to be something more for all of this. I mean, all of these moving parts, all these people. I mean, looking at all these bodies. If they just wanted to take control of the ambassadors... I think they could have done that. They would just have to take out people like Kalima and not that Kalima would, you know, I know Kalima would do everything she could to protect her ambassador, but that's nothing compared to all of this that they've done. It's so elaborate and complex and there's all of this seems feels like misdirection and confusion because it seems like there's got to be something bigger they're trying to achieve. Has it been 10 minutes real quick? Yeah, 10 minutes have passed. Okay, I, I thought so. I just wanted yeah. to make sure. So now, Tony, with hindsight and having seen Melika transform into the Mind Flare, were there any like telltale signs when he was disguised that would have revealed him to be something other than what he is? B- basically, if if we came across another person, would we know what signs to look for to see if they may be a Mind Flare in disguise? You do not. Is there a check we can make on what Melika transformed into? Because I'm realizing as players- You technically we don't know what a mind flare is. So, yeah, yeah. so okay. you can make uh, an arcana, arcana check. check. 
I would like to do that. I, I'm going to do that as I well. I probably will also attempt it. But I would like to say we we do know if you think they're after something more, we do know that there's some kind of tunnel underneath the library. Mm-hmm. Right? Wizard's Tower. Wizard's no, Tower. it's under the Wizard's, Wizard's Tower. Tower. And there's a lot of power, I'm assuming, in the Wizard's Tower. And Kalima will direct this question more towards Daryl and Saria, who mm-hmm. might have more information. Perhaps there's something of power in the tower that they might be trying to get? Maybe. And Thamior has been highly suspicious right. so far. I feel like we still don't have it all figured out, but... You hear um, a slight... Just talk? Do you um, know? You said uh, Thamior? That is correct. Um... S- uh, and she kind of gestures towards uh, you, Saria. You you did something. You could see his memory. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a memory that would help us? You you said them you're a wizard. Yes. Um. She kind of just nods a little bit and closes her eyes real tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will. Does she have shoulders? <laughs> she does. Yeah, he does. I mean, wings and arms. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to picture what the shoulder looks like on a rock across. I was gonna try to, in a whatever way I could think would be comforting, try to put my hand on her shoulder and use my my mind meld ability. Okay, you see a moment of she's walking forward, and it seems Atron's being taken off to a side. And as she kind of rounds the corner, you see the same figure with desiccated tentacles but wrapped around the head of Thamior Nilo as you hear this horrific slurping sound for just a moment before Thamior drops to the ground motionless and this horrific creature its hood still pulled up though you can see two small pinpoints of light where its eyes should be as it stares towards you. You have brought them. We will use them against the monk. Before everything fades. <laughs> okay. All right, I will uh, share that with the party. <laughs> so Thamior has been compromised. I knew it. Wait, I know. Thank you, Cha, for sharing this. How long ago did this happen? Um, um, either. Maybe yesterday, maybe last night or t- today. I, I, I don't. It's I okay. Don't okay, Cha. No, but it, we just need to know it was recent. So, I'm. I mean, I think of what, what, what day is, and she'll kind of look around and. Yeah, it's okay. We'll we'll take you out where you can see the sky. Yeah, you see her fidgeting a lot right now, Salon. You do remember that she hates being indoors for long periods of time. Yes, we'll we'll be outside soon. I promise. So, out of character, Tony did did from the memory day get the impression that Thamior was dead. That he was being <laughs> killed. Okay, just want to right make sure I wasn't in front of her. I wasn't assuming. You saw as he fell, there was blood at the back of his head, and his eyes were cold and empty. Okay, just want to make sure I, I wasn't assuming. <laughs> You're like, no, no, nope. he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's fine. 
So before we move on, you made some arcana checks on uh, what Zelix might be. So, Saria? 17. Daryl? The same. 17. Tor? 12. No idea what this is. And we don't even know the word Bonflayer. Nope. nope. Ad- additional question. The plain old Darakul that we fought. <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't believe its body was set ablaze. It was not. Right? I would like to, you know, this being something that was a focus of my research for quite a while, I, I'd, I'd like to go up to it and examine it with the magnifying glass. This is a rare opportunity to okay. get a good look. Wait, yeah, so, sorry. Investigation. In- go ahead, sorry. In character. Wait, so that's a daughter cool that you were researching, Tor? It is. This is very surreal to see it here now. What on earth is it doing here now? Because they're not from here. So the Whispered Ones brought those ghouls and the Daughter Cool here? Yes. More specifically, Raleon probably brought them here. They could not have gotten here on their own. So really quick, Tor, what was your investigation check on the Daughter Cool? 17 investigation. Okay. Uh, Searching... The body of the the Darakul, um, you notice it's actually already beginning to deteriorate huh. um, rather rapidly. And you do recall from, from previous times that it this would happen anytime Darakul died. They seem to deteriorate at a fairly rapid rate. Um, searching the body still as you're kind of going through, um, you notice its weapon, you notice its armor, um, and you don't really find anything else on it. This is consistent with previous research. The Dadakul, when dead, they deteriorate almost instantly. It's already begun, the process. So, I feel like we need to figure out what it is we know and try to put these pieces together to figure out what our next steps are, unless someone else thinks we know what we need to do next. Well, we could consult the library. I do remember Zelix mentioning right before his transformation that he underwent seramorphosis. We could see if there's anything in the library that references that. That's true. We could talk to Thovin because he's fought the Daughter Cool before. But he might not be otherwise <laughs> available right now. Atron suddenly turns to you, Sildan, and says, Where's, where's Elsis? She's okay. We, she is safe. <sighs> Good. Yes, they tried to use her as well against me. Yeah, they really targeted you, Sildan. Why is that? I think it might have something, and I'll pull out the blade, to do with this. Since it seemed, from what my master told me, this is a weapon to be used against ghouls. And uh, it proved so against the one ghoul I was able to hit with it. So they knew that you would be a threat to them. I think that's so. Then they seriously miscalculated by taking your students. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we all are pretty sure that uh, the Whispered Ones want power and control. They're being led by Relion, who's some sort of whatever this tentacled creature that Melica became is what this creature is as well, but some sort of undead version. And what else do we actually know? The rest of it, we're just guessing. Yes. Hey, Tony. Yes. So Kalima's been kind of kneeling by the pile of ashes 
mm-hmm. that were Melica slash Zelix. It's um, it's not really ash, but it it's like char. Char. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it matters. Uh, <laughs> I would like to look it over to see if it looks like if she can just glean anything from it. If like it maybe was never actually Melica, or if it's somebody who was just claiming to be Melica. Like she's just trying to see if it's like how much does that story check out? Kind of. Can thing. I DNA test it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say you, you don't have to roll for this one. You kind of search the body, and you notice one thing. The body is mostly changing. The body is completely alien to you. But what seems to be a symbol that has been burned into its chest, uh, the symbol appears to be of a skeletal hand holding a scale. The same symbol on your own amulet. Okay. So it does look like it was him and in that process it probably maybe some bad mojo went through. <laughs> yeah, yep. I'll uh, I'll like, go over to Kalima and ask, are are you okay? Well, considering I thought he was dead, this isn't too far from what I've already been through. I'm just hoping that it's done this time. And she seems very cautious of what she wants to say because he only said those words to her, like the "I know what you did" kind of stuff. As far as you're aware, yeah, yeah. But no one else heard it. Yeah, yeah. So she's just kind of like, it's done. Nobody else knows. Let's keep it that way. You know, that kind of almost like she's obviously not telling you everything. <laughs> like, oh, and she's, she's not being, she's being sketchy. <laughs> not sketchy, just reserved. She seems distracted. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll inside her if she's. You can. I'll do so as well. Do I have to roll a deception or anything, or if you intend to hide anything? I mean, she's just more not saying everything than really like. Can you beat a (laughs) twenty-four? Deception. Let's see if my plus two can beat that (laughs) twenty-four. You you might beat my eleven, considering my nat one. So. Oh. I rolled an eight. No, both of you can tell Kalima's keeping something to herself. And I would say, actually, Saria, even with that, you can tell whatever she's keeping, she's a little ashamed of. Okay, I'll ask her. I'm not here to ask you for your secrets. Only if it's going to help us move forward. Is it anything we need to know? I don't believe you would need to know it, other than the fact that I am fairly confident that this was Melika. Something happened. And now he is definitely passed from this world. Okay. I can accept that. So what we can infer is that somehow they're able to turn people into this thing. After they die. Correct. Yeah. Well, unless we don't know if he was dead when this happened. So out of character, Tony, can we, we, we have some reason to believe that that's what happened, correct? Not necessarily. Okay. We do not know then. You know he was dying, but you don't know if he actually died. Sorry. Yeah. Kalima was under the impression that he was beyond being saved yes. when she mm-hmm. left him. But didn't he mention, like, he remembered being dragged off or something? Out of character? He has a hazy memory of being dragged dragged away. Okay. And we know that there was a brain slug involved in a process called seramorphosis. Yes, because he mentioned that to you, Daryl, as you arrived. Yes. Tony, can I do a check to see if I know about seramorphosis? Uh, Arcana? Could uh, I do something? You know would what? The, would I'll that be a different? Give it a try. It's a new roll. It is I'll a new roll. Then in that case, I'd like to make it as well because I don't think that I did you never before. Did. 
I highly doubt this will ever happen. But oh my god, it's nineteen. So it's but I don't think we'll be able to. Arcana. Oh, I rolled pretty well. Uh, mine's a fifteen. Don't oh, yeah. bother. Mine's a fifteen as well. Yay! Library buddies. Yay! Okay. Twenty-three. Ha! So done. A flat roll of nineteen. Wow. Kalima, did you roll? Seven. Okay. Tor is the uh, only one who has ever read this. Oh. Um, you recall something in some of the many, many books you read. It it was a footnote and something about a transformation, but it required a living humanoid. Beyond that, you don't know. Okay. Living humanoid figure, some kind of transformation. I will relay that to everyone and say this could very well be related. I will ask if uh, Tor remembers like what the book was. So that way, if we want to go and reference the library, we have a... Yeah. Is the library like Dewey Decibel System or Library of Congress, just for <laughs> reference? Like- it doesn't matter because, <laughs> because of my background, I know how to navigate these... All libraries. <laughs> the intricacies. Every library. <laughs> it was hey. a very rare research paper. <laughs> Not many studies done on xeromorphosis. I can read. I can read, yes. Okay, so right now, what do we want to do next? We're, we've got some clues. We don't seem to have figured out how to put it together. Oh, oh, the, 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 the queen lady. She just got back last night. Yeah. Kalima, you technically know that too. So uh, the queen and her children just returned from an emissary mission just the other day. Actually, just the day before this all started. Okay, so the queen's here with her children. The ambassadors are here. Two of them were mentioned in those documents we found. Out of three total ambassadors with Orenthal hosting, yeah. So it is still connected to the ambassadors, but we don't know what... Are they trying to transform someone? Or maybe to infect the uh, royal family? Yeah, I was going to say, what if they're looking for power? It's possible that they are trying to infect as many people as they can. And then kill the ones that they can't. Additionally, the line of succession. Can we just go over that? I mean, essentially, if anything were to happen to the king, his wife would become a regent until his son is old enough. Okay, and let's say hypothetically the the queen, the king, and the children are either killed or taken out of commission in some other way. Who Who would be the ruler after the royal family? That would require a check. I will make that check. What kind of check? History. Okay. Oh, can I try? Can I would I... like to try this as well. Tony, can I look in my my history of Orenthal book? Yeah, that would give you advantage on the roll. I rolled okay. Huh. I wrote a roll checks, okay. Checks, 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 checks. Tor. Eight. Kalima. Sixteen. Uh, Daryl. Seventeen. Saria. Twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I need to try? Hold on. That roll of eleven. So, Kalima and Daryl, sorry, of course, you know this too. You know that if anything should happen, the uh, power from from the entire royal family, the power would shift to the council, which tends to be made up of the war master, captain of the guard, uh, the royal wizard, and the the high cleric. Saria, you know, in actuality, what winds up happening is that the 
a royal wizard would essentially rule until a new ruler chosen by him and the council could come up. It's Thoven. No, that's not Thoven. No. Thamior. Thamior's dead. We have reason to believe that the high priest of Lathander is compromised. Which would be why they maybe tried to get me out of the dinner the other night. The royal family is back. So the royal family could be in danger. They could be the targets of the assassination. So it's, it's a coup. That's what it sounds like. It could be. One thing, we don't know for sure that Thamior hasn't been implanted with one of those brain no, no. things. Thamior, Thamior's dead. He's yes, either dead or compromised. He's Yes, exactly. Uh, based on what Shaw saw, he's definitely dead. But... but also, we have to think about the fact that there are these brain things that leave the person's body once they collapse. They have to enter a, a living host. Yeah. And we do know for a fact that they can transform to look like other people. And she'll kind of just motion to the corpse that was on the ground. Right. So and it's fairly convincing. So Thamir has probably been replaced. Right. So Thamir has been replaced. The priest of Lathander, is in, we haven't seen him, but it would seem that he's compromised to some way or another. I have concerns about Captain Marsk that I've raised to all of you. We don't have a lot of people we can trust that it seems like maybe they've infiltrated like every level right now. Well, we still have Thoven. There's always Thoven. There's always Thoven. Just the slightest of eye roll from Kalima. <laughs> <laughs> like not like over the top, but just like a... the same from Zalon. <laughs> well, so when is the award thing or the big banquet? There's the feast tonight and then the award ceremony in the morning. Okay. So from all the, the reading and whatnot, we've gathered that they may be trying to make their move at the award ceremony. All the indication that you have gotten is that whatever they're planning will take place during the award ceremony. Okay. So I would recommend that we maybe try and do some more research on what we've seen possibly at the library. Agreed. And I think some of us need to rest up and get prepared for tomorrow. Yeah, but we need to communicate what what we found out here, just in case something happens to us. Well, the university should have some spare sending scrolls around that we could use to get in touch with Thoven, potentially. Yeah, I'd like to talk to Captain Marsk. As you guys are all talking, by the way, you hear the sound of uh, footsteps coming from the tunnel you entered the room from. Okay. After a moment, you see these shadowy figures. Uh, canine in appearance start to form and coalesce and come up and just (laughs) (laughs) after a moment you see emerging from that corridor Vral well I figured I'd find you either here or under that tower you've caused quite a mess I don't think we've caused the mist we more found it maybe blew it up a little so was this um, the first place you came, or did you go by the wizard's tower first? I might have just taken a random guess. Can we just fill him in? like Just like a big exposition dump? Okay, big exposition dump. It takes you guys some time. If you want to take a short rest, you can. I don't Please. know how much you guys are planning to do tonight, as it is getting later and later. Yeah. Uh, like, how later is it right now? Like, nine o'clock by this point. So that feast is 
well underway. It's well underway. I want to talk to Captain Marsk tonight, if I can. I don't know if that's such a good idea. Um, okay. And mainly because there is a a warrant for your arrest. Oh. Who's arrest? Sarias and Sildans. Oh. I... Only them. Huh. Because of because of because, because of, of what Noah. we did to Noah. Yeah, you killed a master of the academy, as far as everyone else is aware, and they see a body with a big slash in it and a bunch of ice, as well as several bruises indicating a fist or other sort of blunt object. Do you know who put in the warrant? I can explain to them what happened. I don't think it's going to matter. You can defend yourselves all you want. They're going to arrest first. And question later. Well, how do they know who exactly is wielding that blade? Witnesses? Multiple, multiple witnesses. And we took the body with us. And apparently you did this out in the middle of the street? We did. To protect everybody. Lily's the one that got in touch with me. Um, uh, He turns towards Solon. She says your your little one's fine. Um, She's worried because she never received a reply from Gerbo, though. Wait, who never received the blood from Garbo? Lily. She sent some messages to, to him apparently earlier today and never got a response. What was Gerbo taking care of? I'm not Spymaster. I don't know. D- did, did we send Gerbo to do something? Out yeah. Of Player out of character? Trying to um, remember. He was, he was going to investigate different things that you guys weren't. Okay. So there's a possibility he could be compromised as well. Spymaster would be a key position to try and take over. Specifically, if he was investigating things that we weren't, could he have gone to the wizard's tower? I suppose it's possible. You guys don't look to be in the best of shape right now. Yeah, maybe because we're not having any help. My entire organization I can't trust at this time, so... I'd like to help more, and that's kind of why I'm here. By the way, Kalima is giving, like, the most dagger eyes you guys have ever seen. Rawl, we're tired, we're exhausted, what are you offering? Before, uh, or rather, as Rawl speaks, can I just um, do a perception check to see if I have any indication that maybe it's actually not Rawl we're talking to right now? Sure, that's insight. (laughs) Okay. Uh, unless unless you're intending to look at his ears. We said we look at everybody's ears. I'm I'm looking at the ears and also for well, it might be Arcana to try and determine any kind of magic that would cloak. Nope. Yeah. Arcana's not gonna tell you that. You'd have to use detect magic, wouldn't you? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh so it's a perception if you're trying to see if from the yeah, distance I'm, you're I'm at. Insight, I'll do that. I'll do perception. Okay. I would like to insight. All right. Perception first. My perception total is 21. Okay. Seems like Vral. Okay. His, his ears uh, are you fine. Can't, you can't tell any scarring in his ears. All right. Uh, insight, Sildan? 23. Kalima? Same. Okay. You get the feeling this is, there's something personal about this for him. Okay. I asked him, uh, what are you offering, was the last thing that I, I said conversationally. Well... I mean, I have safe places that you can hide, take some time to recover if you intend on going after this rally on. And I do have a back door into the regent seat. That's convenient. Exactly. 
I don't like telling everybody where all of my secrets are, but... This seems very if, dire time. If the royal council is being compromised, yes, this is a really bad thing. Okay, I think we should probably go to one of his safe houses, and then we can go... Because I, well, I know you want to talk to Captain Marsk, but I don't think, as, as he said, I don't think this is a good idea, Sarya. Well, maybe at least Saria and Sildan should go with him, and then some of us should go to the library to see if we can actually find, if we can learn anything, and then maybe meet up with you afterwards. I don't think we should split up, especially when most everyone's in a weakened state. I agree. Agreed. Well, maybe <laughs> just Tor and I should go then? I don't think we should split up. Is the library compromised? I mean, if they took Noah... Yeah. Who else could they have taken? We should also we... consider the possibility of an ambush in places they would expect us to go. I suppose. It just feels like we might be flying blind here. and We don't have enough information to go on. We've been flying pretty blind for a while. And yeah. I, I agree that we would get some information from the library, but I don't think enough to make us more comfortable. Twice the time. I still think it's a good idea. I just think we need to focus on making sure we stay alive long enough to do something. Fine. So overall, yes. you seem to have more of a vested interest than you're letting on. It's not just business. He looks towards you, Daryl. I do. I lied before. The name Raleon I have heard. Do you recall me saying a portal appeared where there should not have been, and ghouls formed and slaughtered Zoxiara? Of course. I heard so. one of these ghouls give thanks to a Raleon when they appeared. I slaughtered as many ghouls as I could, but I could not get to her in time. And if this Raleon is responsible... You actually see his teeth sharpen and he like half shifts as he speaks. He pauses and reverts back. I would like to help in tearing him apart. I can understand that sentiment. So then we should probably get going to your safe house so we can rest up and make sure we're at our peak for tomorrow. Yeah, I think those of us who are pursuing this should stay together, but Sildan, I don't think... Cha and Atron should stay with us. I think we're we're trying to fly under the radar, but in case I we don't, I was I, don't I was actually probably going to go send them to meet up with Elsis. That's a good idea. I will have my dogs guide them to where Elsis is now. Thank you. Can you not tell us where that is? Would you like me to? I would like. No, I don't no. think we should know. Don't okay. tell any of us. In case any of us are compromised. Yeah, just don't tell us where they are. Very well. And he turns and he just does a slight intricate whistle sound. It seems very specific. And both dogs kind of go at attention and then start to proceed down one of the, the side tunnels and wait and look back towards Cha and Atron. So I'll just kind of say to them, okay, once you meet up with Elsis, at the earliest convenience you can, just make fun of the monastery. If... At the end of all this, I am alive. I will come back. They look at each other and nod. And Cha just 
rushes up and hugs you. I'll, I'll hug her Aww. back. Make sh- make sure to take care of one another in case anything does happen. Atron bows to you. Y- yes, master. Chagas, be, be careful. I will. And they proceed after the two shadow mastiffs. And as the two little monks follow the shadow mastiffs to where they will be staying, you all follow Vral out of the waterways and towards one of his own safe houses. And that is where we're going to end this episode for today. Thank you guys for listening. Please make sure to share this with your friends. Follow us on Twitter at Rules As Written. Please email any of your questions you have for the DM to uh, dm at dndraw.com. Also, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. And also subscribe and leave us a comment on Podbean, Google Play, and Stitcher. Thanks again, and hey, y'all have a great day. <laughs>